Hello everyone and welcome to Sex Talks with Sarah. This is Sarah, your host speaking. Today we're going to be talking about online dating and I have a super close friend of mine here in the cohort who is going to help me dive deep on just talking about our own experiences with dating online, which has been very fun. Um, But we also know that this was going to get juicy, so we split this up into two parts. This is part one, where we're going to be going over online dating etiquette. So would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Thank you so much for having me on, Sarah. So I am Melanie. I go by she, her pronouns, and I identify as bisexual. Um, And I'm super excited to be here to talk about dating apps. I'm so excited. (laughs) I feel like we have so much to dive into. A lot. Okay. I think I want to start off by saying that the the main apps that we're going to be discussing are like the top most common, which is Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. Um, mm-hmm. I've used all three. I'm pretty sure you've used all three, right? Yeah, I've been on all three. Okay. And so I will be pulling some information from the polls that I um, posted last week, and we're going to be just covering all of these little nuances about making the first move, you know, overall experience, the main reason that we've gotten on these apps and how that's changed maybe throughout time. So let's start Mm -hmm. off by just talking about all the apps. Um, Do you have a favorite one? That's my first question. Um, Do I have a favorite? Uh, It's kind of like picking the lesser of of three evils, I guess. Um... I think I like Bumble the most out of all three of them. It kind of feels like the midway between Tinder and Hinge for me. Um, I don't know. Let me know if you agree with this, but I definitely feel like Tinder, well, all three of them kind of have their own, um, I think they serve different purposes. Yes. Or So I see Tinder is kind of like more of like you're into casual hookups, you're okay with that, or maybe you're just there to look at hot people and mm-hmm. swipe, you know, kind of like hot or not. I feel mm-hmm. like that's what Tinder is. Okay. And then Hinge on the other side of the spectrum, I know we were talking a little bit before we started um, recording that you knew someone who said that Hinge is like a marriage app. And I, <laughs> a part of me kind of agrees. I do think there's a certain um, like expectation on Hinge where mm-hmm. if you match with someone, you have to like be really into them. And like, if you don't, I don't know. I've seen people with bios on Hinge that say things like, if you're not going to message me back, like don't bother matching. I think people are more serious on that app, which mm-hmm. is totally valid. And Hinge is advertised as like, you download it to delete it, right? You download yeah. it to get a relationship. Mm-hmm. So for me, I like Bumble because it feels like a mix between those two where like maybe you're there for hookups maybe you're there for casual connection there's also bumble bff and bumble business mm-hmm. where you can have different kinds of connections with people so for people who who haven't been on bumble or any of these apps um basically like the regular bumble and hinge and tinder is like this you swipe right if you like someone you like their bio you like their pictures you swipe left if you don't like them mm-hmm. so you don't want to match with them mm-hmm. and on bumble there's different settings where there's like regular bumble for hooking or i shouldn't say hooking up for you know for whatever for dating yeah. for romantic uh sexual relationship whatever it may be there's bumble bff if you want to look for friends Friendship. in the area mm-hmm. exactly and then business which i've never heard of anyone using bumble for business but hypothetically you could if you want to look for employees or jobs on there which just sounds funny to me i have okay i have like a little funny story i have two funny stories (laughs) okay and i'm gonna touch on them because no it's just yeah it's funny so i did make a really cute and sweet friend on um bumble bff that uh, i care for and her name's actually melanie too um Yeah, so I I love her. She'll probably listen. Um, 
And it's so cute to think that I did make a friend on Bumble BFF. I think it's a really sweet app. I, again, there's something about dating apps sometimes that make me feel, like, weird swiping. Especially, like, right general, but also, like, on a friend connection. Um, <laughs> but it is based off, like, your interests. So it's like, oh, you like the same thing as I do. Like, that's really neat. We could probably, like, do things together. And in terms of the business, so recently, about maybe a few weeks ago, I decided to make a Bumble business account just so that I could promote my podcast. And that was hilarious. I think there's like maybe 10 people on that side of Bumble. <laughs> um, just don't do it. It's You don't need, there's nothing probably there for you. It's it's fine. So That is so funny. I want to say um, <laughs> Well, I'm glad to know there's some people on there, but um, that's really cute. That's <laughs> that's sweet to hear you made a friend on bubble bf bumble bff that like kind of restores my faith in humanity because yeah i don't know with the regular settings bumble tinder and hinge i don't know yeah dating apps in general let's just get into it okay let's let's go so it's it's crazy that you're saying so bumble is your favorite because it's kind of like this it holds this middle ground it's like it's a little bit of like tinder it's a little bit of like hinge It, it brings together um being a middle ground and for me I think my personal favorite is probably Hinge because I am very, like, um, I like the, the ability to, like, comment on someone. I like that it looks like a like a, like an Instagram page. It looks like you're kind of looking through someone's um, social media, and mm-hmm. that vibe just matches me. But off of the polls, the most preferred was Tinder. So yeah. that seems to be what people are getting on. And I think also it's just you hear about Tinder all the time like yep. all the time it's that's like the how do i say it kind of like the what is like it the mainstream like, yeah it's like the the most commonly heard of known of and i feel like it kind of is like the profile for for dating apps tender everyone knows about tender Right. I, I think if you ask someone who's, like, not really into dating apps or not into that culture, I think they would tell you, like, the one that they know about is Tinder. It's, like, the one that's most advertised, like you said. And I feel like maybe it has the largest user base. I feel like at this point, the main three, Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, pretty much all have pretty large user bases. But I don't know. Tinder just seems like one of those. It seems like the most casual, like, you'll have it on your download it on your phone even if you don't use it type of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think something that maybe rubs me the wrong and right way is that I do love the um, empowerment of it being like driven towards women being the first to message. Um, Bumble, right? Yeah, Yeah. with Bumble. But I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, it, it lets other people kind of sit back and wait. And I don't know how much I love that energy. And I will Mm. also say that I get upset that their BFF, um, like category means that as a woman I get placed with only women looking for friends and it's like why realize that on Bumble you couldn't set your preferences on the BFF side that does Mm -hmm. seem kind of like restrictive to me as well and I do think maybe that's a problem with Bumble in itself like it's a good business model right of like oh because I think Bumble tries to be the app that advertise like advertises safety Mm -hmm. so it's like oh women can message first women make the first move women can decide and make the decision but I do think that gets tricky for some individuals who um, maybe are non-binary or they don't fall into the gender binary right 
right? So it kind of becomes like an unsafe place to when the when the binary is so emphasized, like women versus men. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think, and I think that's a gen, in general a problem with dating apps, yes. the Tinder. I mean, they're it's, all very heteronormative. Yes, yes, and yes, and yes. And I could literally <laughs> have a whole other episode on just that. So, <laughs> Part so three. yeah, I want to no. <laughs> agree with you and say that that I think is problematic to me. Um, but, right. you know, I'm going to, let's continue because we're going to literally right. have a whole conversation on this. Yeah, I mean, it's inherent to, like, I think a lot of things in general. Like, I mean, these are why, that's why they're the biggest apps, right? Just because it's, like, that's the user base. But, yeah, let's let's move on. Um, there's a lot to be said. Um, okay. So, actually, someone, yes, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say also about the thing about on Bumble for women messaging first. I was going to say that that was actually one of your poll questions. Like, do you make the first move on mm-hmm. dating apps? Mm-hmm. And only 25% said yes. And ah. I know we talked a little bit about, um, like, that your population of people who, like, are on your page and, like, mm-hmm. watch, um, listening. Maybe it is majority females. Maybe it's more half and half, but just probably the people answering the poll. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because I do think that's really interesting. And Bumble is like, the it advertises for women to do it first. Exactly. And so I saw that too, that it was only like 24% of people that have or do consider themselves being the ones that make the first move. Um, in my personal experience, whenever I use apps that don't allow you to make the first move, so like whenever I use Tinder and Hinge, I, depending on like my interest if I'm being honest like I will decide if I want to message them first because sometimes it's like whenever I swipe on people I see I normally look towards just genuine connections in general so if I see like a Mm -hmm. similar interest I'm like oh my god like that's so cool like I kind of want to get to know them and like see if we could chat and I can maybe like we can learn from each other something about what they're studying or um their hobbies etc and so personally that's whenever I will actually make the first move When it comes to um, speaking, like, trying to flirt or, like, throw out a, what is it called? Like a a pickup line? Yeah. When it comes (laughs) to throwing out a pickup line, I don't know how comfortable I am with that. I don't think most Uh, pickup lines are are true, (laughs) like, in nature. I just feel like they can seem very just weird, come off really weird. Um, In my personal experience, at least, whenever guys throw pickup lines at me I'm like oh like I'm cringing yeah right I was gonna say I'm like cringing a little bit hearing that because I hate pickup lines I think they're so inauthentic and unless they're in such like a sarcastic way and maybe that's indicative just like of our personalities that we're Mm -hmm. not into that I'm sure some people love pickup lines but they're just overdone I think at this point in 2021 let's come up with a different like give me something interesting to talk about yeah Yeah. (laughs) conversation starter yeah my my greatest form of conversation starters has been questions and it's Mm -hmm. true to me because I am a huge questions person obviously here I am um (laughs) I love I love talking I love learning about humans I love diving deep into their brains so if I can ask a question that makes them think and makes them have to really analyze their response that's what I'm gonna go for and so that's been my personal journey with um like making the first move but I'm not gonna say that I do it always it's it's rare Mm -hmm. and it's um I don't want to say rare it's it's whenever I truly want to get to know that person and I'm expressing a lot of genuine interest and having some form of connection it doesn't have to lead to anything um but being able to learn something cool or chat with someone cool and learn something 
I'm all for that. Right. Yeah. I like what you said. That's like you see something in their profile or in their pictures that really makes you like want to ask a question or you really want to reach out to this person. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best kind of like way to start a conversation. If you do want to be the one to send the first message is like, what about their profile made you swipe right? Like comment on that. Like, and that's what's cool about Hinge is that it makes you, it kind of forces you to comment on like a specific thing that caught your interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think what makes Hinge so special. Um, Mm -hmm. But I wanted to pose the question that I got on the app, like on Instagram, and someone asked, um, "Why is it so difficult to get a match?" Mm. And I really want to unpack that because personally, I think that there's a big disconnect with how people create their profiles. I think that um, personally, I look for someone that has similar interests I look for someone that shows their personality like shows their hobbies shows um pieces of them I don't Mm -hmm. just want to see pictures of you like just just you especially if you don't write much in your bio so it's like you need a balance and I say this because I don't think I post a lot of personality pictures myself that I I should but I put a lot of personality in my bio and yeah so I think you have to find like an equal balance personally right you need to have some substance somewhere like what you said there's a balance between the pictures and what you're writing Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people struggle with writing good bios um I know like a common bio is even like I don't I can't come up with a good bio so like that's all they write which is yeah (laughs) which can be funny you know if you're a funny person I'll I'll say this your profile should attract the kind of person you want to attract or that you're attracted to Exactly. So if you're, yeah, so if you're a funny person, try and put some humor in there, make it funny. Um, you know, I like Bumble. Bumble and Hinge both have something in common, which is they'll have like prompts you can answer in your profile, which also helps. And I think that allows yeah. you to get so much insight. Yes, I love the questions because you can answer them very serious and then that indicates like who you are or you can mm-hmm. answer them sarcastically and then that can be funny to someone. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, definitely putting some personality, trying to inject that into your answers. And if you're really the bad at writing answers, you got to have some good pictures, give some interest. Um, like you mentioned, um, like just having like a selfie, like a the same kind of pose in the mm-hmm. mirror, or, like just your of your face, like that gets really tired. And I'm guilty of doing that sometimes yeah. of not having like recent pictures of myself. So I'll post like, oh, these are 10 selfies I've taken in the last, you know, a few weeks. But I think to have better luck with matches, because we're talking about, right, how do you boost, like, matches? How do you have yeah. a good profile? Mm-hmm. And how to have a profile that's just more in- indicative of who you are, because yeah. that's really what you're trying to... You're trying to project yourself into mm-hmm. a screen, which is hard to do. So it's good to have pictures of maybe your friends, a group of friends you have, your family, if family is important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, hobbies, like you said, like maybe you're really into nature. You'll have a picture of you on a hike or in nature painting. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a picture. I love sometimes when people have pictures, like maybe they'll put in like a meme that they think is funny or they'll put in... Um, like a picture just of their pets um, or them with their pets, like just something that shows like, you know, you have substance to you, which obviously everyone does. It's just making that very obvious, right? Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. You have to curate your your profile to what you're looking for. So like Mm -hmm. if you are looking for a hookup, like then, you know, make that clear in your bio. Say, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. If you're looking for some, if you're looking for a, you know, a good time in the sense of, 
just getting to know each other, um, if you're looking for a genuine connection, if you're looking for um, just someone to go on hikes with, someone to spend some time with, like, there are other people looking for that. But you need to be clear about what you're asking for, what you're looking for, what, you know, where you want people to meet you at. Because I think one of the biggest things is that um, I see a lot of individuals who maybe put two pictures of themselves maybe and mm-hmm. they're like five years old and then they don't put anything <laughs> in their bio and I'm just like who are you you know what I mean like who are you like these pictures are from high school and I don't you don't have anything in your bio so I don't even know if you're in school right now like um are you like at like any university near me like are you even yeah in this country in this country like I don't know I don't know anything um yeah the old pictures are like the worst if if I can tell a picture from like three years ago I'd swipe left because it's like I don't know what you look like now um and I think you brought up I like the point you made about um just being honest I think that's such a big part of the dating apps just being honest with people in your profile straight up like this is what I'm here for and then that lets people know right away swipe left or right if you're also into that or you're not it's just about like wasting other people's time I think is that's a personal lesson I've learned no let's not even go there it's (laughs) um the clear intentions is so key and Mm -hmm. I think that intentions you know are it's human for you to shift and change but then you need to be adapting your profile if you're keeping it and making sure that you are basically making your profile for the audience of people that you want to be with humans that you want to share experiences with if it's a relationship then be clear about that um and obviously there's going to be people that might lie about their intentions and that's inevitable with when you're working with anything online you don't really know who someone is or you don't know them fully but I think a big piece of what I would say to this question is make sure that your profile is representing what you're looking for. That's really important. Make sure that you have updated pictures. Make sure that you're actually taking the time to select the pictures that you're using because I've also seen pictures where people are basically half naked or and like again, that is that's good if that's if you're just looking for a hookup, if you're looking for something like that, but I'm like, oh, I don't know how. Well, I got I got banned on Tinder for doing that, so I don't know how the men are getting away for it <laughs> with it. <laughs> Why are they getting away for? I don't know. I don't know. I just but know. yeah, <laughs> yeah, some sex stuff going on. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think that you just need to be clear about what you're looking for, and that's exactly done through your profile. Yeah. And we talked a bit too, like before recording, like, I think just, I think a good tip in general is to give someone else your profile, like a friend, you know, um, maybe if you're in, if you're into the opposite sex, giving a friend of the opposite sex, your profile and just saying like, if you didn't know me, like you're just seeing this profile, what would you think? Would you Mm -hmm. swipe right? Um, And I think that's such a big thing, having other eyes on your profile, because just think about it, like what you said, Sarah, like, this is a stranger, you don't know them. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you, how much of yourself can you put into the profile? While also, you know, I don't know, just coming off as an authentic human being, because like you said, we're just on there for human connection. And maybe people have different intentions. But like, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to figure out like what you're about. And as much as you it's so hard to put personality into a profile, but it's just trying and you know, I don't know. Yeah, just putting yeah. yourself out there. Yeah, I just love the point you made. It's a great point. Um, just putting yourself out there, trying to give off the in, whatever intentions you have, making sure that they come off as clear as you possibly can. 
I think it's that authenticity piece, being authentic to yourself, being authentic to what you're looking for. And um, I guess a part of that is also if you struggle with the bio piece, right? I would say um, putting in there even like what other than just like your interests, which you which you should be doing. So like if you love coffee and, you know, you really want to meet people and you want to go on dates, then put, you know, swipe right for, you know, a cup of coffee and a good conversation or like something that is showing your intention, you know, what your interests are along with what you're looking for. So right. be as be as true to yourself as you can humanly be through your bio and your pictures and put thought into what you're doing don't just make up a profile just for the sake of making up a profile essentially exactly and what you just said it sounds like it made me think of this which might be cheesy but just be yourself like be yourself put in things in your profile that you would swipe right on Mm -hmm. because you want to attract the people that you're going to be attracted to Exactly. And I feel like now that's that's making me think about, I know I put up a poll question about people that have fish pictures in their profile. Yes. Let's get into it. (laughs) Um, I want to say that personally and speaking as a vegan woman, um, whenever I do see dead animals in a profile, I'm not going to swipe right because I don't think that those values are matching for me so I know that there's a lot of jokes around like the fish picture and um I think to each their own you know there's some women men that are gonna look at that and be like oh I love fishing I want to match with this person and that's like that big difference of what your interests are if someone that loves fishing or loves um hunting sees that they might be like oh I can connect through this but Mm -hmm. personally I'm I'm not going to be interested Right. And I'll just jump on the bag wagon as a vegetarian um, and (laughs) fierce animal lover. I also am not a huge fan of that. But again, I'm going to say that those people who have those pictures, they're still they're showing more personality than someone who has two photos behind a blank screen or behind a blank wall. And they're from like three years ago. Like I still at least the fish guy, you know, he has something going for him. He has a hobby. Yeah, he's thinking about finding someone that wants to be on the boat or wants to you know be out in nature so again show your personality through your profile and I promise that it there's a larger possibility of finding someone that will match your interests exactly Um, yeah there's someone out there for everyone whether you meet them over a dating app or not like I mean just be yourself yeah and so I guess I want to speak on how enjoyable the experience has been and I'm wondering your thoughts um, how enjoyable would you say dating apps have been for you? Yeah, so yeah, that's a complicated question just because me and dating apps have a long history. Um, <laughs> and I know you it's the same with you, Sarah. We've been like talking about this. Um, it's funny. I don't know. At the end of the day, I think I think I have a good um like image of dating apps like I Mm -hmm. think of them as like an activity they're fun I know on your polls some people say they use them for entertainment and we can get into like those Mm -hmm. um answers later but ultimately I would say my experience has been skewed negative Mm -hmm. but that doesn't give me like an overall negative view of dating apps it's just kind of the lay of the land um and I think also it's it's just like hookup culture in general um 
because I was very much into the hookup game. Like I was using dating apps for hooking up for a period of time. So I think that also is like a specific type of person I was like meeting up with, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Dating apps, they're really interesting. They're such like a weird thing too. Like, like this is like our modern world, right? Like modern day technology. Like you can yeah. be be given a million people to look at a day. Um, mm -hmm. It's a lot of power to 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 hold. Um, yeah. What do you think? What's your experience been like, Sarah? I will agree with you and say that it's been skewed <laughs> negatively, and <laughs> it's it's interesting because through the polls, it seems like this is what a majority of people have experienced, and. Um, I think that a piece of it is the mentality that you go into the dating apps with. So yeah. personally, I am aware that my intention of why I'm on has kind of shifted throughout time. And there was a point where, you know, I saw them as I need to find a relationship or I need to find this person or my second half or whatnot. Um, and I think that was just because I was so new to dating apps in general but as time has gone on I see it a lot more as an opportunity to connect with others and as someone who loves learning about other people as someone who loves speaking as someone who loves just absorbing up knowledge about anything and everything um I will mm -hmm. say that I started to see it through a different lens I think that you need to consider that dating apps are you know, they give you an opportunity to meet other people who are open to connections, and those connections may be similar to yours or not, like, what they're looking for, so it could be hooking up, it could be, um, you know, like, the casual sex, it could be a relationship, it could be a friendship, but I do think that you need to go in it with an open mind. I think that you can have those boundaries of what you are looking for, and you could have that idea of what you're looking for, but I think you need to be understanding that it's okay if you don't find your soulmate through a dating app, you know, like, that might not be the case, and it might also not be the case that you find the perfect hookup partner through a dating app, so it's just going in with an open mind while also holding and maintaining those boundaries of things that you're not interested in or you're not looking for, um, and just being open to learn from others and have genuine connections, which has definitely been my personal experience of looking for genuine connections, um, can I say that I've had genuine connections? Very rarely, almost never. And that's me being very truthful. Um, yeah. But I'm still keeping an open mind whenever I do decide to join a dating app, although currently I'm not involved in any. Um, but that's just kind of where my head goes. Right. And yeah, that's so important. Going in with an open mind and going in with, I don't want to say lowered expectations, but just not having such high expectations because that's a lot to put on other people too right mm -hmm. um uh and yeah I think there's also like a part like that's protecting yourself that's protecting mm -hmm. your feelings protecting your heart because I think if you do go in with like you said like if you have an expectation of meeting your soulmate within like a week of downloading the apps you're gonna mm -hmm. like I'm just gonna be honest you're gonna be disappointed because that's just not the experience that I would say 90% of people have mm -hmm. statistic from my own brain but you know <laughs> you're like this, um, this is what I'm thinking <laughs> yeah exactly just because it's just um and not to say at all that relationships don't come out of dating apps especially oh. if you go in with those intentions and you're very you know intentional like I want 
you're very clear in your bio. I want a relationship. You're going to meet other people who want that too. And then it's just a matter of vetting, you know, like, like dating, how dating would be in the real world. Like you just meet up for dates, see if you're compatible, but yeah, if you're sorry. Yeah. If you go in just with, you know what your intentions are. Mm -hmm. um, you're very clear about them and you're also protecting yourself. You know, don't put yourself, don't overshare if you don't want to overshare. Um, just be very, in, you know, I keep saying intentional, but that's really what it is. Just go in knowing yeah. what you want with an open heart, open yeah. mind. Being mindful and holding the boundaries that are close to you, close to you. And, yes. you know, like there's nothing wrong with that. You need your boundaries and you need to protect yourself. And I, I definitely want to touch on safety because, um, with mm -hmm. online dating, you have to vet people, okay? Like, you've never seen this person physically. Um, now that they have verifications, that's great, and you can know if someone's profile is, like, verified. But even when someone's profile maybe isn't verified because they haven't taken the extra step, you need to make sure that who you're talking to is who you're talking to, and you need to make sure that the information that they're giving you is correct. Um, I don't care to say that I go extreme, because my safety is number one so I will go extreme and I will figure out you know like if what they're saying to me is truthful and that's mm -hmm. me <laughs> but I like safety and I think you need to take as much precautions as you can and I don't know what your experience has been but I still have gotten myself into weird situations after vetting like crazy so I don't think there's ever enough vetting personally Right. Yeah. Because again, we're talking about complete perfect strangers like this person. All we know about them is they have a phone. They have pictures that may or may not be them. And they yeah. have, you know, the storage in their phone to download a dating app. <laughs> That's all we know. <laughs> Literally um, what we know. Yeah. So, no, I don't think there's enough vetting you can do. And I love what you you said this earlier that you love asking questions, maybe like as a first um, message or like, you know, at, to start the conversation. Um, I love asking questions, being very blunt with people over the apps, like not rude, but just very straightforward. Like, you know, what do you want? What are you into? Um, <laughs> maybe, you know, what you're into, not like that, but, um, you know, I know we're on sex talks with Sarah, so I have to clarify, but you know, like what your hobbies are, what you're doing, um, what do you feel your time doing? Right. So, um, yeah. And I, I feel like this should go without saying, but like having a first date that's like somewhere out in the open in public is great. Oh you know, gosh, not yes, yeah, not just going to someone's house, right? Please don't do that. People. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not to say even that I haven't done that. I've done that. Um, and again, I think this we're talking about intentions. What are you on the dating apps for? Yeah. If you're there to hook up casually, I would still encourage you to do your research. Maybe Google this person's name. Do what you can. Um, yeah. to be safe look them up on social media make sure that like they have a Facebook profile essentially like that they're a real person um yeah I don't know I know I, I can go extreme you can be careful with LinkedIn because I know that if you do have a LinkedIn profile it will send someone a message if their profile is being viewed um but try to vet them out and I guess also going off of what we're saying that everyone goes into it differently so if you are looking for those hookups you still need to be super safe about yeah. giving your friends your location they need to know where you're at you need to let someone else know where you're going or where you're heading and personally i always go the extreme route i like will type out this person's info like i'll say their name is xyz um they supposedly are in this college like in this college or you know mm -hmm. going to school for this and they work here and i do that because you never know you can never be like safe enough like you really can't 
exactly yeah better safe than sorry for sure i i was gonna say um like well like you said if you go to someone else's house at the very least like let someone know where you're going like send your location out um i should also say should we get into um there's a poll that you put up that was like um have you ever felt unsafe on dating apps you Mm -hmm. want to touch touch on that yes let's touch that okay so for the safety poll it says 84 percent were worried about their safety at some point and i think that just goes to say that it can be very nerve-wracking meeting people through an online um, platform and you need to vet and you need to be mindful and you need to be careful um i i would advise even if you're looking for a hookup please if you can like meet with them beforehand like for one meetup prior just mm-hmm. to like feel the vibe see if this is something that you definitely want to go forward with because you can yeah. just never be too safe on that point actually I think that's great because this is something I wish I would have done when I was m- more active and like casual hooking up because you go to someone's house or they come over to your house and there's that immediate expectation right that you're gonna mm-hmm. hook up and like you know consent is very much a thing you can withdraw at any time but it feels like you're put into this awkward position because you're at their house mm-hmm. you're in you're in this location they came with these expectations so it's like you feel like you have to do it because you've already agreed to it yeah. which is not true you can say no at any time but still it, you know I think that's a great point like you should you know for your own safety your own um well-being meet up with them first somewhere have like a little date maybe get you know whatever it is coffee food but I think that's also a great time to talk about what you're what you want out of this even if it is a casual hookup like I mean you know you don't have to pull out a contract or anything but I think just talking about what you guys want out of it um you're making me laugh because my type a would uh, (laughs) if I was in the hookup world that person would a thousand percent get a contract like they would probably (laughs) get like a list of my interests or like what I what I would like from them sexually like I would I would be that person <laughs> that is too funny but I mean <laughs> that would that would eliminate a lot of problems wouldn't it like you wouldn't even have to <laughs> I think one of my one of my things about hookup culture is that a lot of times you from what I know from my friends that have participated um you don't even talk about what you like like what you like yeah. in bed and I'm like what like the if I'm gonna be hooking up with you I need you to have like first of all that you're open to me literally explicitly telling you I would like this and I like it this way and I want that um maybe that's just my assertiveness coming out but I just think that you you have the right to ask for specific things that you like sexually and making sure that you both match on that and that you're both on the same page because from most of these experience from the research that I've done there's there's a lot of negative connotations that go along with it and I think it's primarily because you don't talk about your interests you don't talk about what you like in bed you don't talk about your expectations and um just in general what you like sexually and so of course if you're going into this blinded and no one knows what each other person enjoys what else can you Mm -hmm. expect from that experience when you're not communicating you need to communicate exactly yeah and that's such a great point like I think for me, I'll talk from a personal experience, like personal experiences, um, hookups have been less satisfying than someone, than me, than having sex with someone who, you know, their body, they know your body. Mm -hmm. Um, you've had conversations about it, but I think it's not even just about like the familiarity. Like if you've never had a hookup with this person, I think it can still be very enjoyable. 
if you talk first and yes. you communicate what yes. you want, what they, cause sex is such a personal thing. Like people yes. get off on different things. People like different things too. And yeah, I would love it if people were more open about like having that conversation before jumping into it. And I think some of that can happen over the app, but I don't know. It can also be off putting to like talk very sexually over text. Like some mm-hmm. people just want to communicate, you know, in person, which mm-hmm. is makes total sense. So yeah i'll just advise people you know hookup culture is definitely a thing it's a whole culture um Mm -hmm. it has its good bad and ugly sides but you can eliminate some of the bad and ugliness by communicating and being very open i think with people exactly and i do want to say that um that overall when it comes to hooking up you just need to be mindful about your intentions too um Mm -hmm. Something that I don't think a lot of people consider is that sadly, since we aren't taught to have these conversations, it does feel so weird to communicate our needs and wants. But if we start doing this, we're normalizing that. And then more people are going to ask more questions. People are going to be more considerate. People are going to want to learn more about their next hookups or, you know, even with you, they're going to be more open to talking and discussing and assessing your needs and wants. And I get it we are never taught to talk about this like this is not we're not taught in school okay when you decide to have sex with someone you're gonna go through like a few questions on you know what they like how they enjoy things no we're not taught about it and i get it i understand but we need to normalize that it's really up to us so whenever i hear people have these awful um hookup stories i'm like i'm like okay i understand that this is such a weird conversation to bridge but I want you to have pleasurable sexual experiences. So we're going to talk about it so that we can talk about what you can say next time, what you can mention or what questions you can ask so that they're also interested in learning about your body and what you want. Cause it's a give and take. Yes, exactly. So I could get on my soapbox for longer, <laughs> but let's please do. Let's go. Um, okay. okay. So when I asked about the reasons of why everyone was using the app, the main mm-hmm response was entertainment purposes and validation i think that's really interesting um it's very honest i can definitely say i've used um dating apps for validation um entertainment too um just you know clicking through people's profiles and seeing what's available kind of like what are you know just what's available what's out Mm -hmm. what's out there Mm -hmm. exactly Um, I I will agree like I think I've used it for both of those as well at some point and then it's interesting because we had kind of like a split when it came to people that were using it for long-term relationships and people that were using it for looking for hookups and casual sex so for hookups and casual sex it was about 48 percent of people that said yes and then while when it was having to do with long-term relationships 55 percent of people said yes and um obviously speaking from my own experience i will say that i did technically at some point use it looking for a relationship um do i think that that's my intention at this moment i'm not sure i think i'm very much open to just genuine connections but i am very clear about not wanting hookups or casual sex and that's just a personal preference Yeah, I feel like long term relationships could encapsulate like if you're looking for friendships or you're just looking for some kind of human connection and seeing where it leads to. I think just in general, like I like what you said, like just wanting to connect with another human being Mm -hmm. and like this person seems interesting. Let me start talking to them and just see where it leads. But yeah, I think hooking up in casual sex is such a specific 
intention to go into it with you need to be clear like if you're there for that like um when I was doing it like I had in my profile that I was um looking for FWB which Mm -hmm. is friends benefits um and you can even say it in a more casual way but just you know I think it is important to make it clear because like I don't know I'm I'm super like after being on the apps and kind of getting disappointed for a while and then coming back to them and you know kind of going back and forth with them very much like love-hate relationship um I've just kind of realized like how important like honesty is and how important like I don't want my time wasted and I also don't want to waste other people's time yes 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 I can literally (laughs) just like clap to that all day (laughs) don't waste my time don't waste my time and I don't want to waste yours so let's be clear about what we're doing here exactly Okay, and so one of the polls was if you've ever shared someone's profile, and I'm definitely guilty. I don't do it that often. It's, like, very rare and far in between, but sometimes I will share someone's profile um, if I, like, know the person or, like, it's someone that I think I, I had. I matched with someone that ended up becoming TikTok famous, and so that was really funny, and I had shared Oh, my profile. gosh. Yeah, so... I have done it, and it seems like most people have, because 81% of people said that they have in the past, so I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah, and I have too, and, you know, it's something I'm guilty of, and, like, what you said, like, sometimes I'll see someone I know, it's like, okay, you're not, it's all about, like, who's in your locale, so that makes sense, um, but then, yeah, sometimes I've done it, because a profile has made me laugh, and <laughs> maybe that's not the nicest thing in the world, but, I don't know, at the end of the day, dating apps, like, I don't know, what do you think, like, I think, what what would you say? Are dating apps superficial in your opinion? <sighs> yeah, I think that they can be um, majority of the time. I don't want to say that in general they are, but a majority of the time they give off that superficial vibe and I get it. I've screenshotted yeah. plenty of quirky, funny, weird messages and responses and bios <laughs> because they either really make me laugh or make me question my whole life. And so... <laughs> There's been those times where I've done that and I'll save it or I'll send it to a friend or something. And I think I have like, I think I have like a whole album on that still from like the past two years of being on dating apps here and there. So yeah. there's always that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have a question. Do you typically um, give out your number in social media quickly whenever you start chatting with someone or do you wait? Like, how do you go about that? I would say I wait on giving my social media out because for some reason that feels more permanent than a phone number because I feel like it's easier to block someone's phone number than Mm -hmm. it is to block them on like, you know, three different accounts. Mm -hmm. But um, so, yeah, it depends. I think I'll give someone my number. If they ask for my number, I'll give it to them like after a few messages or if we're talking for a few days and I'm really into them, then I'll ask them for their number. Um, Something I just thought about, though, for social media, a Snapchat counts as social media, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess Snapchat I'll also give out with a number or instead of a number. Um, I, I guess it depends on the person. But I yeah. I would say, like, Instagram, Twitter, I'm more protective of because that feels, like, more... This personal. is more personal. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, I think overall I don't tend to give out my information easily or quickly. I try not to, at least, because... Mm-hmm. I've already been down that rabbit hole and we'll definitely go into experiences in the next episode but oh. I I think that you have to be somewhat mindful for a really long time I wouldn't ever share my my Instagram and I wouldn't I don't have my Instagram under my name for that reason because I don't like people just looking me up like that but mm-hmm. um recently due to the podcast it's been like a little bit more open where it's like oh this is my Instagram like these are my pages 
and like what you were saying having to block people off of each of them is never fun and I've already been down that one too like many times so I guess I want to become even more mindful than I already am if I do go back on dating apps of you know when I give out that information but Mm -hmm. you have to be protective over yourself too you know like you shouldn't be maybe giving all of your information all at once and you should be waiting to vet that person a little bit more before they have your number and your socials right right so one of the questions was is it shallow to swipe right on someone only because of their looks I mean (laughs) technically (laughs) definition wise yes Mm -hmm. but I see 76% of people said no and I think I well I think I was actually part of the 24% who said yes but I think I think okay (laughs) this question don't worry I'm here okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sweating. No, I'm kidding. Um, so the thing about this question, like it made me pause. Mm-hmm. I do think, yes, it's shallow, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that at the same time. Like, I don't think it's an inherently like bad or negative thing. Yeah, because, I, think, yeah. I think it's very, it's very human. It's very human yes. of you to want to be attracted to who you're going to be with, either through a hookup, either through a relationship. I think... I personally, for me, attractiveness is important. I'm not going to say that it's number one, but I'm going to say that it's important. And I do take that into account when I'm swiping. And I don't think that, um, I don't think that it's wrong to do so. Can it come off a little shallow if it's like only looks and that's it? I mean, technically, if we're being technical, yes, I do it though. I'm guilty. I mean, if I'm being blunt and honest, like, of course, attractiveness plays a big role for me. Um, being with someone that I physically enjoy looking at is important to me. <laughs> and I yeah. think that that just goes into preferences of what you, what you like and, in people and in partners. So. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think anyone, like, you're kind of kidding yourself if you think like the dating apps aren't about attractiveness. Cause what's the first thing you see when you open the apps? It's Pictures. someone's picture. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like there's a profile under it. Maybe if someone wrote a profile, but oh, don't even I mean, there. <laughs> Right. If you don't even have a profile or or anything, it's like, okay, well, what do you want me to swipe you on? Like the vibe of the name? (laughs) Like, I don't know. So let me just say that it stresses (laughs) me out whenever I don't see people write a bio. And oh, God, yeah. I'm being honest. Like, I need you to put some of your personality into that bio. I need to see some of you because if I'm just seeing two pictures from 10 years ago and maybe your name, if that's actually your name, um, Like, what am I going off of here? Exactly. I cannot stress this enough because I feel like we, like, we're touching on this earlier, but showing your personality Mm -hmm. as much as you can is so important. That is how you will get, that's how you will attract people who you want to attract because Mm -hmm. similar interests, I think, drive so much of, like, compatibility and human connection. Um, So if you don't have a personality that's, that can be you know, nothing that really stands you out amongst the crowd, you know, there's so many people on dating apps, and not to put pressure on you, it's just the truth, so you have to have something in there, like, yes, it's, you know, you'll have your pictures, you'll either be attractive or unattractive to some people, that's one component, but such another, like, large component is your personality, for sure. Yes, yes, and so, oh, we're gonna go into that in the red flags, but (laughs) there are some things that people put into their bios that I'm just, like, what made you think that that was even appropriate or right for you to say um so yeah just be mindful about what you're what you're putting in there um by again 
if you're sarcastic, if you have jokes, and if you're going to make a lot of that, like, that's great, and I think you're going to attract the people that like jokes, and I like to be sarcastic and whatnot, but you just have to be mindful, too, because sometimes there's stuff in there that can be really hurtful, and there's also um, bios that um, can just give off a very negative vibe and oof yeah that's not great (laughs) but again also when you're vetting someone and that's their bio then you kind of know what you're getting into and you also know that if that's for you or not exactly exactly because some people might like the dark humor I guess if you consider that dark humor (laughs) (laughs) some Uh, of it yeah I don't know but I know that I have like thought about it like what if there was a dating app without pictures and part of me is like that would be neat to like see someone put their personality through their writing but the realistic part of me is like Sarah you probably would feel so so nervous to swipe on people because you want to see the physical aspect and that's just me being honest yeah I think that also plays in the safety honestly because like does this look like someone even um, in my age group or like in the age frame right. I'm looking at yeah because like someone could say whatever and say that they're 25 and then they're like 70 or 80 or something I don't know it exactly yeah that's what I was kind of thinking like just in case someone would want to like catfish or anything which I feel like in modern day it's just tacky don't catfish people there's no point oh, <laughs> but yeah. I'm actually gonna have an episode on catfishing coming up soon so Ooh, tune in for that yeah do you enjoy being complimented on your attractiveness in the first message I said yes I love some compliments <laughs> love some good validation what about you I think I do. I do, too. I think it's the way that it's gone about because I've gotten some very explicit first (laughs) messages. um, And I was actually trying to go through, like, some of my screenshots because I was like, I'm pretty sure I've taken, like, screenshots of this. But Mm -hmm. I don't remember specifically anything that I can share. But I just know that I've gotten a lot of explicit um, first messages. And when it gets explicit right off the bat, I'm personally off-put. I know that that can sometimes be something that people enjoy and that's fine but for me it's not it's not my my cup of tea yeah yeah I would say even if you're on the apps like let's say you're on tinder for casual hookups I still think it's nice to just lead off with you know something nice and casual nothing sexual because I it's I think too like like you can get a sexual message at any time of the day like you might be in the middle of work you might be in the middle of you know doing laundry and you just get this random sexual <laughs> message and you're not in the mood for it and you're you're immediately put off by that person so I, I think it's important yes. to like go into it you know casually slowly mm-hmm. if you want to compliment something say something cute like I like your hair you have a nice mm-hmm. smile not you know I want to take you to pound town right away <laughs> well the thing of the thing that I'm thinking of too is that a lot of people don't um talk about this enough is getting some form of consent in a way to to speak sexually sometimes um yeah and I think that that's very uh how do I even say like it's 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 blurry the lines are blurry and I get it and I understand because I've been there and I know but I think that it is important to kind of to receive that consent through if you're going to be sexting someone okay like if you're going to be sexting, yeah. you kind of need to to figure out consent personally that's that's my thoughts on that yeah you know what I'm thinking of I just remembered a message I got from a person on Bumble like last week <laughs> literally um oh actually maybe this was Hinge which made it even more um disrespectful because I feel like Hinge is like where all the respectful people are <laughs> I had a picture of my backside but it was just like a funny like back like handed mm-hmm. photo of me and this person wrote back shots with a question mark <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, it's reckless out here. Exactly. Just open season. And I was just like, is that... Is that appropriate? I don't know what I said. Oh my god! Not a fun. See, like that's not a great first. Yeah. See, for me, whenever I get something like that, I literally just instantly don't respond. (laughs) Like I either delete them, I unmatch them, or I just block them. And it's happened. I think like the main messages I've gotten is like, oh, like let me get crushed between your thighs, or like let me, I don't know, something like that. And I'm like, oh "Oh, my goodness. I'm like, is this really the first impression you're you're getting here? But yeah. Right. Again, it kind of puts a lot of expectations on that person. Like, what, do you want me to say something really sexual back to you? Like, that's not, maybe that's not my energy. It's just, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, exactly. Let's go into the poll question on why most people swipe right. And apparently, a majority of people have similar interests. And mm. that's a very key factor for me. Similar interests is, is really important. I think that whenever I see someone, like, in nature um artsy someone that has like a I know tinder now has options where it's like things that you like or that you're passionate about I forget what it's called but whenever I see like mental health awareness or something it gets me so excited because I'm like yay like I don't know seeing what someone yeah what someone's um interests are is really important for me personally right yeah same here um again I think this goes into personality like I think that's such a key factor in compatibility. Like, do you have common things to talk about? Do we like the same thing? Can we do as a first date, um, you know, do something like a similar hobby, you know, like go painting together. Mm -hmm. Like you said, um, if you like coffee, like going on a coffee date and exploring like local places in town to go together. Exactly. Um, Yeah. And then I also want to talk about how as a whole, like, I feel... Like, that's why Hinge and Bumble are so great because they give you so many, like, little prompts and things to answer and, like, they allow you to mm-hmm. show your personality a lot easier. And I think that's why people struggle with Tinder because there's not really, like, that foundation of, oh, you can talk about this and this. And now that they've added those, like, interest piece, I'm really happy about that because I do think it gives you some insight onto the person. But just know that you can do more. <laughs> there's always more. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, let's see. I want to go over these red flags. Um, yes. There was so many, and I'm I'm intrigued to th- see what you think and if you agree. Okay. Um, so let's start off with the first one. It says, when someone has in their bio, swipe right if you can hold a combo. And 44% of people that said that that was a red flag for them, and I'm going to say that it is for me. Yeah. But I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, so here are my thoughts on this. Anything that's like, swipe right if this... Well, okay, let me say specifically for this prompt, swipe right if you can hold a convo. Um, and I know we talked a little bit before the podcast, like typically this is, like you would see this on, like let's say a guy's profile mm-hmm. talking about women. There's something just inherently misogynistic about mm-hmm. saying that, that feels like, it just feels icky to me. Like reading yeah. that, it's like that implies that all the other people you've matched with haven't been able to hold a convo. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe you're the common factor. Like you're the one having <laughs> trouble holding the convo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so and yeah um also it just comes off as aggressive to me and I was gonna say like in general for things like swipe left if this or swipe left right or for that the only exception to that I will say is um as far as like political views I think that's yeah. important and that's yeah. also goes into compatibility and yes you know, I'll say like I don't I don't think this is controversial to say on your podcast I'm very liberal so I would say something like swipe right if you know, you're also very leftist and have those views. I think that's, I think that's okay. Yeah. But otherwise, something like, I don't know, something just seems very, like, aggressive about 
if you can hold a convo or I've also seen swipe right or swipe left if you're not gonna respond to my first message or something like I don't know it just puts a lot on the other person it puts so much pressure and it's so aggressive and I don't think it comes off right for most people Um, yeah it's just off-putting right away yeah and I'm I mean I'm gonna speak obviously personally because it seems like this was almost 50 50 but Mm -hmm. to me I'm not swiping right (laughs) that's all yeah Especially if they just have, like, an aggressive vibe throughout their profile, which I've noticed is kind of, like, a common theme if you see that right away. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, Okay, so the next one is, when someone has in their bio, if you don't look like your pics, then you can get the drinks until you do. Mm -hmm. I literally just saw this about, like, two or three weeks ago, um, and I showed Fern, who was also on an episode recently. Shout out to Fern. Yeah, shout out to Fern. Um what the hell is that like what that's so gross um I mean just the rape culture vibe of that is not okay it's not okay and I don't know how someone can write that and think like even if it's a even if it's a quote-unquote joke Mm -hmm. I don't like it does not it's not funny it just it does not process in my brain Um, yeah again just very off-putting right away why why do you want to start I think you should have your profile be very like positive if you if you can like it there's just it's just negative it's just negativity like if you don't look like your pics I'm gonna get you drunk until you do like gross yeah let's not even go there okay yeah Um, not okay when they never ask a question and so it seems like they don't really care to learn about you yes 95% of people agree that that's a red flag and I agree I'm a huge questions person and if someone if someone within like the time that we're talking never says what about you or what are your thoughts on this or like comes up with their own questions for me I'm just like do you even care to know anything about me essentially because yeah I love questions and someone that simply just answers and wants all the attention in the sense of like never even considering hmm like I wonder or is like interested in wanting to learn about me then we're not we're not we're not an even playing field right there like there's no balance at the moment so I'm not feeling comfortable yeah, and I would agree with that, too. I mean, that's just, like, having, you know, if you can't hold the convo. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, <laughs> no, but, yeah, that's just, like, I think common courtesy, too. It's, like, someone asks you a question, you give it back to them, or you come up with your own question. That's how you start a conversation. That's how you conversate, literally. Exactly. Um, okay, then the next one was, when someone has in their bio, I'm overly competitive. Oh, I can't. I literally see that, <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm done. I can't. Personally, I just, again, the aggression that comes off, for me through that message it's like what are you trying to get ahead like again if you have a competitive nature you can write other things in your profile that shows that like interest of competitiveness like you could say you know what's if you're like in a sport or if you do something in specific about you know that nature like what are you putting your energy towards that's competitive I would love to learn about that instead of you just telling me oh I'm overly competitive like great for you (laughs) I was gonna (laughs) I was going to say, for me on this question, I don't remember if I said agree or disagree. I think it depends, and I think the point you just made is great. Like, like let's say he's, like this person says, I'm overly competitive. Um, I think if they accompany that with a photo, like, of them doing some kind of sports ball, you know, yeah. I think that is... That's cool. It's like, okay, yes. that's really neat. Like, you're into a sport or, like, you're into a hobby that makes you become very competitive, and, like, I'm going to yeah. support you in that. That seems so cool, but... And there's context in that case. Exactly. 
but yeah, if they're just saying I'm overly competitive and all the pictures are just like pictures of them like standing, I'm gonna be very concerned. What are you competitive about? Like, Give what are you contact? About? I want to know. Yeah, give that's me what details. I know. Why don't people put in details? Why don't people want to like give us some more insight into who they are? Um, yeah. At least in my experience, most people don't really think that, like, they don't think as thoroughly through their profiles. Um, I wish they did. I, I wish they did though. But yeah. Okay. Sad. Next one. Um, swipe right if not easily offended. Ugh. That already hurts me. Yeah, that, exactly. I'm offended by that profile. I'm offended by that. I'm yeah, done. I hate. I I just yeah. I do not like. Again, this goes like to me. This comes off very aggressive. That tells me you're the type of person who like likes making people offended, which is not my vibe. I think that's kind of weird if you like purposely want to offend people. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Again, just kind of gives me bad vibes. I'm gonna probably swipe left if you have this in your profile. Yeah. Um, do you want to take on the next one? Because I know you were very excited to talk about this. Oh, yes. I'm very passionate about this. Pictures. So if someone has in their profile a picture of themselves with a girl or, you know, of an ex-partner. Yes. Another person who is like, it's very clear that they were like involved in some way because they blur out their face or they cross it out or they put like a frowny face or some kind of stupid emoji over it. I hate that so much. And 90% of people said it was a red flag. I agree. <laughs> I am in that percentage. Um, and I'll tell you why. I think that if you can't take time to take pictures by yourself or have pictures taken of you that show who you are without them being from a previous relationship or from someone that you were involved with, that's a red flag to me. Like, why can't you take the time out to do something like that? Um, exactly. It just makes me think a lot of things. And also, I think it's just disrespectful. I told you this, that I think mm-hmm. whenever you have more than one person in your picture, like, if it's more than just you in your picture, you should kind of get some form of consent from your friends or from someone. And I'm pretty sure that if it's your ex-partner, that might have not been something that even crossed your mind, even if yeah. you're blurring them out and crossing them out. That's just I hate my that thought. more. Like, even if you had a photo with a person and you're, like, hug- like if it's, like, the picture somewhat innocent and I can believe, like, okay, maybe that's a sister, maybe that's a friend, who cares? If you're blurring out their face, that just gives me, like, such a weird feeling of, like, mm-hmm. is this person, like, okay? Like, you know, it makes you think of, like, Dateline or something. It's just yeah. weird. Um, and, like, what you said, like, do you not have other recent pictures? Like, how long ago was this relationship? Do you not have friends that can hold a camera for you and take a picture of you <laughs> that in like a nice setting? Yeah, yeah I agree. It make it, it it causes me to think of too many questions that I would need you to answer right away, and I just don't have time to even ask you. <laughs> I agree. I do. I think. I think also. I in the most in the context that I've seen it at least mostly has been mm-hmm. like actually like someone like in their lap, like sitting in their lap, or like someone that they have over their shoulder. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and I'm just like oh no like this is yeah cool. I don't want to see that even if they're I don't care I can't see their face I still they're still a human being like yeah, I don't it's doesn't weird doesn't make me want to oh what about when this isn't on the poll but what about when um they have like as the caption like this could be you <laughs> oh no that's no I'm not I'm not for it personally I'm it. not for it yeah um, no just don't have those photos fellas and gals pictures without your ex <laughs> everyone between yeah. yeah. No, no photos in with your ex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the next one was whenever there is men's profiles that say anything that has to do with females, like the like saying the word females. 
barf. You're nodding your head. Yeah. It's <laughs> a big red flag. Yeah, just the use of that word if you're not, quote, female. It's just an outdated term, I think, in general. It's, like, very weird to use it, I think, in this day and age. But especially coming from a man, like, I just don't... Why are you, why are you calling us females? Just yeah. say women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, I agree. I agree with that. And 91% of people agree, so... Yeah. Most of us are on the same page. Um, and then there's the other one where in their profile they'll say, don't be this or don't do that. So it's already like you're giving orders and mm-hmm. I'm not okay with that. So most people agree, 92% of people agree that that's a red flag for them. And I mean, why? Like, yeah. in my head, I'm just like, why do you think this is okay? Again, with the negativity, it's just, and what you said, barking orders at me. I don't even know you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, anything that hints at their size, 100% agree, it's not okay. Uh, <laughs> you just need to, like, again, if you're looking for a hookup, after you are chatting and stuff, and you want to mention something, and you're both on the same page, and you've kind of consented to talking about this, mm-hmm. different. it's a different story, but... Yeah, just reel it back, you know? Sometimes people are too eager, and, like, too <laughs> sexual. It's just, you know, just try and, just try and dial it back. A little bit, just a little. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, and so I know we kind of already talked about this, but when they're holding a fish and 80% of people agreed that this was a red flag for them. And I'm just going to say that for me it is because I love animals and I just couldn't be with someone that has that hobby. But if that's someone's interest and that's someone's hobby too and they see that and they're excited and they like it, that's a whole different story, you know? But it seems mm-hmm. like the majority of people agree that fish pictures are not for them, and it just seems like that's not a popular hobby, I guess. Sorry, fishermen. Um, I do think it's also, it's just so um, overdone now. I feel like that's kind of, it's like a meme at this point, like if a man's holding a fish, you know? So, yeah, show something that shows your hobby. I don't know, maybe hold up, like, a shark. That's kind of cool. <laughs> if you have, like, a full a shark, shark I'd, I'd be a little impressed at least. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, at least these people have a personality again. I mean, better than a black screen and no bio. Yeah, it, it definitely gives you, again, it gives it content of who you are. It gives it some details. So I agree. It, yeah. it could be very, very beneficial if you're looking for someone that is going to go out and go fishing with you. Um, exactly. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up because our next episode is going to get so juicy because we're talking about our experiences and we're gonna get really into what we've lived through on these dating apps oh Um, yes the trials and tribulations oh my gosh don't even yeah (laughs) but thank you so much for being here please stay tuned for part two um i'm so excited to get even deeper this was honestly pretty like light because we wanted to just kind of go over some of the etiquette and some of the general things but we're about to go into the personal stuff (laughs) all right well thank you for having me of course